Hello and welcome to a new episode of Soul Life Yap, a podcast by Yanni Life. Today, I wanted to call this episode an end of the world type thing, but um, really, uh, we're going to do something different and um, we're just going to lay it down and call it what I saw in the news today. And everything in this, I'm going to go ahead and give my disclaimer, is for uh, entertainment purposes only, and uh, it's my opinion. So the first thing that we got to address is the heat wave. We have been extremely hot, especially if you live in places that was already hot. Oh my goodness. We are hitting world records for temperatures across the globe. Particularly, one area that's standing out is going to be the UK. Over there in Europe, they are not used to temperatures over 80 degrees Fahrenheit. They were hit with temperatures of over 40 degrees Celsius, which is over 100 degrees. When I speak about these countries, these are countries that are so used to living in a climate that really is laid back. You know, they just open their windows and let the breeze in when it gets hot. Um, You know, they don't really uh, know what it's like to sweat out there. And so for them to suddenly have over 100 degree weather surrounding them, most of them don't have AC because they don't deal with heat. So they don't even, they haven't fathomed the reason to even use their air conditioning. So they don't have them installed and they are over there struggling. Um, They are literally on fire. There are train stations that have had to be taken offline due to this heat wave that's literally just melting everything around them, taking down power lines and causing hell. Wellington having grass fires, you know, things of that nature. So uh, definitely, um, it's a time for us to start thinking about a new way of life. Um, My personal opinion is the air that usually would go over ice caps and cool down, didn't have a chance to cool down because there were no ice caps to cool it down. And so when you look at the earth, really, the middle of the earth is becoming all desert. And the only place that will be habitable in the future is going to be the north and the south poles. That's going to be your Greenland. That's going to be the area where you can go to have... um, you know, tropical environments. It used to be a rainforest previously before it froze over, and it looks like that's where we are um, aiding it to go again. So, you know, if you ever thought about moving, you know, you might want to look into some of those countries around that area because that is where it's looking like, you know, it's going to be popping. One of the biggest 
countries that has coastal waters in that area is going to be Russia. Speaking of Russia, they are set to withdraw from the International Space Station around 2024. Now, Russia and the U.S. went into um, partnership to go into the Space Force, and Russia has made it very clear that 2024, they're giving their um, <laughs> their notice, their two-year notice, they're out of there. And so everyone is acting like they're so surprised. Um, I mean, me, myself, like, how do you mistreat and go against a country and then act surprised when they say, hey, we're not assisting you? And how much tension must it be on that space station between the U.S. and Russian astronauts? Um, knowing everything that's going on down here, I mean, it's crazy. But we'll, we'll move on from that. What I want to talk about also is Texas border, who now... They want to declare an invasion into the U.S. because they have so many people crossing the border coming into the U.S. and they can physically not be touched unless an invasion is declared. When you do things like declare invasions, things like martial law go into effect. And so you have to be careful what words you're using and you have to be cautious of the people in power and what their agenda is. Um, is it a concern that so many people are crossing the border and there's nothing pretty much that can be done about it? Absolutely. Um, there's a lot of um, people that are refugees coming from Ukraine, coming from you know different places in the South, and honestly, um, at the end of the day, it's a lot of crazy shit going on, not just in there, but, you know, between Russia trying to make it East NATO and, you know, political stuff that's going on. I might do a, a separate podcast just to cover all of that, but just be aware, you know, there's a lot of people coming in here that we ain't know who the hell is coming in here. So... We're going to let that go because this is just going to be a quick uh, run through of the things that I've seen in the news that I thought I wanted to bring your attention to. One of the other things that I saw that was, you know, pretty crazy, China is having a bank crisis. There is a place called Henan. They have four banks that I don't know what happened. But this $6 billion disappeared, $6 billion disappeared, $6 billion. It sounds like some kind of Ponzi scheme, $6 billion disappeared. And what started to happen was these people that bank with these four um, banks that are banks of China, they um started to notice, you know, when they would try to use their card, they would tell them, you know how, oh, your pin's wrong or your password's wrong. And then they would decline their credit card and tell them uh, they're suspicious of fraud. 
just before this started to happen, the banks were also giving out really high interest rates to the people in these banks to encourage them to keep their money in the bank. But after a little while, people started to notice, my car don't work, your car don't work, they car don't work, none of our cards work. We can't get our money out this bank. So naturally, everybody's going to run and want to get their money out of this bank. It's four of them in Hunan. So they started investigating and realized, you know, for who knows how long, this money has been disappearing. And there's $6 billion that has disappeared since April 2021-ish, around April their money has not been available to them. Their cards have been declined. These people are out on the street in massive protests. It looks violent, what I've seen of these protests. And um, they're demanding their money from these banks. And these banks are simply saying, we don't have it. <laughs> you know, your card, your account is under suspicion. <laughs> I don't know what they're telling them, but for sure, you know, um, because that $6 billion disappeared and the person in, who's responsible also left the country. And so now, you know, the world's second largest economy is facing this crisis due to this banking issue that they have. And they are like, it's a massive protest. This is since April. Right now I'm recording this, it's July. I can't imagine not having access to my money for four months. I can't access my money. For four months, I can't pay my rent. You know, all of my bills that are coming off of this card that you said was fraud and all the other stuff that's going in there. Like, I would be out there protesting too, to be honest. Y'all gotta get it together. But I'm gonna leave y'all on a light note, um, also in China, there is a 630-foot sinkhole that is about 192 meters deep. They are finding prehistoric trees in this hole. A sinkhole, it hasn't even been exposed. It is just exposed to light. And underneath, this ground in this sinkhole are prehistoric plants, prehistoric trees, um, wildlife is in there. They got all kinds of stuff going on in there. Trees that are 40 meters tall. Just tall as prehistoric trees surviving under the ground and untouched for God knows how long. Nobody knew about this area and um, they're just it's a whole prehistoric forest, a prehistoric forest under the ground in China. And so that sinkhole opened up, and they're now able to go down and explore. Um, the um, actual, <clears throat> the what is it called? The It was led by a guy named um, Chan Litsing. They did an exploration into that cave, and they said when they went down there, the grass came up to their shoulders, shoulder-high grass. 
And you know, I'm short, so if it came up to their shoulders, that means that grass would have swallowed me. I don't know where you get the nerve <laughs> to go into a hole that has been isolated. And um, grass is that tall and just start chopping shit and seeing what's going on. But, you know, if it's prehistoric, at some point, are you going to run into a dinosaur? You know what I mean? Like, dinosaurs are prehistoric. There's some bugs that are prehistoric. There are also diseases that are prehistoric. Um, <laughs> it's a whole prehistoric little dome, basically. Like, if you took the prehistoric forest, put a dome over it and just protected it and allowed it to continue evolving undisturbed for all of this time. They even said the land surrounding this um, area also had teeming with like plants and things that people have not seen since prehistoric days, which is great because it's going to give us an opportunity to work with these plants and try and find new medicines and things that um, are going to be helpful in preserving and, you know, um, creating medicines and things for life. But I just can't help but have an unsettling feeling. It's something about this whole area, particularly Japan, where they literally don't give a fuck. They will let you go over there, take an egg, put your male sperm in it, and grow whatever the fuck you want. They don't care about cloning, you know, DNA. They have no, they don't care. Whatever you want to do, if it's in the name of science, you know what I'm saying, go ahead and explore. And this is the area of the earth where they're finding this prehistoric stuff. And they found sinkholes in other areas around the earth but it's this one in particular that's really catching people's attention because it is prehistoric so it's a chance to walk into the past and um see what it was like undisturbed um you know i just hope y'all don't release some giant <laughs> whatever into the earth because they got these tall ass prehistoric trees and that's you know something's eating them you know going on down there so that's our light tip of the day I just wanted to come on and share some of the news that I've been absorbing and give you guys the opportunity to um, listen and kind of get an idea of where some of you know some of these countries and what's going on around us outside of the U.S. and even in the U.S. Um, you guys stay tuned because we're going to be talking about, you know, things like the smallpox that are coming back. Is it no chicken pox, chicken pox that are coming back, um, and other things in some places in the U.S. They are already re, um, redoing these mask mandates. And so you're required to wear a mask again. And some countries are going ahead and banning travel to their country. So we're going to be experiencing these travel bans again at the same time that we're experiencing all of these people coming into 
the U.S. undocumented, un-everything. And it's just chaos upon us. And at the same time, an opportunity to discover and learn so much more. The ice caps are melting. With that, we're going to have a whole brand new um, slew of animals that are able to hibernate and freeze themselves and then thaw themselves out and continue living their life uh, along with diseases that was buried in the ice um, when it froze and now again it's thawing out and it's able to come back. So there's a lot going on around us that um, we really just want to be hypersensitive and hyper aware of try and follow some of these stories, follow some of these countries and see what's going on with them. I mean, I don't want to use the W-A-R word, but, you know, when you're starting to withdraw your people from um, things that you've been involved with for years, and you're starting to make certain moves, um, talking to other countries that don't like other countries, then you want to start becoming hypersensitive, hyper-aware of things like outages. I've been experiencing outages myself. Um, you know, coastal cities, your EMP attacks, your Wi-Fi ain't working, your uh, power is getting shut off. You know, so just be aware of what's going on, the timing of when stuff like this starts to happen, um, and who is moving into what places, such as Nicaragua, Nicaragua. Who's moving into these areas around the time that that stuff is starting to happen as well? So that's all I'm going to say here today. Um, thank you guys for <clears throat> tuning in and listening to my podcast. I'm going to keep following the news and bringing you guys, uh, bringing you guys some of the stories that are, you know, interesting to me, and um, I appreciate you guys for tuning in again you can find me and this podcast at yami.vip make sure you guys join my vip you can uh find out more about me look at my photos look at my other social media sites instagram tiktok uh bigo where i'm active pretty much daily and um even more so uh, that's all I have to say about this right now. I would love to get you guys' opinions, so definitely hop on Bigo. Um, let me know what you're feeling and what stories you guys have been keeping up with. Um, again, my name is Yanni. Thanks for tuning in, and I will catch you guys in my next episode. Bye.